A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of beatboxing there for you. Uh, my name's Marcus and Jim's with me. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete's not, though. No Pete. No. No He's Pete. gone to Tokyo. Has he? Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Cause havoc. I want to go to... Like a Geordie Godzilla. I want... He's not a Geordie. No. Yeah, uh, well. Um, I'd like to go to Japan on one of Pete's um, sexy adventures. Yeah. None of us are invited, though, are we? Are no, we? never are. I saw a tweet. I saw a, a Vine tweet of his today. Um, which just said King of Tokyo, and it was him riding a sort of um, a man. C- massive cuddly toy animal around a shop mm-hmm. really so slowly. Does this mean he's riding the King of Tokyo or he has been crowned the King of Tokyo? <laughs> I think the second hard one. Hard to tell, isn't it? I think the second one, yeah. It's very hard to tell. Um, but in spite, in, in, despite that, we're going to carry on with yeah. the football ramble, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen. So do bear with us. Without uh, uh, Pete Donaldson. Now, in the spate of a week, we've seen lots of celebrations in Madrid. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Yeah, Correct, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and it's, they've been going on by the famous statues in the Plaza de Cibeles, I think that's pronounced, um, with the Neptune statue and then the one of uh, old Queenie. Yeah. Um, if you could celebrate a major trophy win by a famous landmark, you know, statue or some kind of building that we all know and love, maybe not love, uh, where would it be, Jim? Um, I would celebrate Arsenal winning anything. Yes. Uh, in the Roman baths in, ah. in Bath. Nice. You know I mean? like, I'm talking like... Last days of Rome style celebrations, <laughs> like it is going crazy. In would there. you already yeah. be there? Or yeah. Would you travel all You'd the way? Travel all the way there. March all the way there. Gunnosaurus leading the charge. Obviously, just firing t-shirts willy nilly yeah. out of his t-shirt cannon before the <laughs> debauchery would set in. It'd yeah. be amazing. That would be good. That's brilliant because I've been to the bars in in uh, bars. Was it debauched? Uh, not when I was there. No, they cleaned well, their app pretty quick yeah. when I turned Marcus up. Marcus Marcus always maintains a certain level of decorum at these yeah. types of events, and I, I think most of the nation knows that yeah. and respects it when they see him coming. That's why you are the people's champion. <laughs> I don't call you the voice of a generation for nothing, Mark. Yeah. At all, in fact. Uh, it's good to know that my trip to Bath got the, the respect. <laughs> you when I went to Vietnam, you weren't so generous mm. the praise, were you? <laughs> but uh, um, I love Bath. I mm. think it's one of the most glorious places I've probably ever been, and, and that's a great answer and a good start to the show. Luke, what have you got? I've gone. Um, I've got a couple of sort of options. Yes, um, as you often do, yeah. yeah. which is cheating, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a little bit, but, you know. That's it, the way it goes it's not cheating as long as he commits to one rather than dangles but both. He doesn't them. ever <laughs> because you don't rein him in enough. Well, I was going to. <laughs> yeah. But I now, know. Oi, no one's touching my babies. Yeah. Well, I, honorable mention now. I'll give an honorable mention now. That's a, that's a ramble tradition. I'll give yeah, an that's fair. Mm-hmm. Well, an honorable mention's not your answer. No. So you throw it away. I will. I will. Right. Honorable mention to the Spinnaker Tower, Portsmouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I should have trusted you. And it was between that. <laughs> And um, a very similar structure with the same sort of reputation yep. and, and you know more um, affiliation with football. Uh, Christ the Redeemer. Oh, good. Area. Yeah, I'd probably go for that one, though. I remember seeing a guy do a base jump off Christ the Redeemer. Mm. thought that was very good. Mm. Uh, imagine if you could do like a base jump off that, but with the trophy that you'd won in one hand and yep. the parachute chucked out from the other hand. Mm. It'd be pretty good. Maybe that fill in the trophy with champagne on the way down. That'd be very, that'd be very calm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll give that a go. Yeah, why not? Well, I was I was going to go for the, the Christ the Redeemer statue as well, but I just love a, a picture of myself um, on the shoulders of the statue with the World Cup above my head. That'd be good. And would you climb it yourself? Like just um, I'd... with sheer determination? Yeah. Hang, hang on, you can't have it if I've got it. You can have Spinnaker Tower if you want. No, I can't have Spinnaker No, but I can, I've, I've put a better... Twist on okay. the Cross the Redeem one, or my other option yeah. um, <laughs> was uh, was I would carve um, out on an. I've never been to Rushmore, right. so I don't no, know Rushmore, what the yeah. landscapes. Yeah. I, I'm going to assume that there's another mountain side nearby to, yeah. to be space left. Yeah, to have yeah. a bit of a carve up, and I yeah. would I would I would do that, and I would have the four stages of my face 
um, celebrating the. I mean, I'll go Champions League final. Yeah. You'd have the first one, you know, very very firm, calm, focused. Yeah. Second one, uh, we're two 0 down, looking a bit mm. sad. Third one. Hang on a minute. I've pulled it back to two. What is happening? Bit of hope here. And then the fourth <laughs> one. What is this? Jubilant. He's delusion. Let him have it. Yeah. That's what I do. Wow, that is the most egotistical thing that's ever been said on the show. Which I think. is really fascinating. <laughs> and I'm glad it came from me, ladies God, and gentlemen. Who knows what Donaldson will think about that when he Oh, is, and it's one with the... No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's got the point. Well done, Jim. Because I love Bath. Mm. I love Bath. I've been yeah, to the... I've played to the crowd there. I know you love You Bath, really yeah. have. You really have. Um, my goodness, uh, we have to start with the Champions League final. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Um, uh, nearly. Yeah. Bloody nearly. Absolutely heartbreaking. It really was. I mean, it was. It was always going to be an incredible affair. The first but it, time. It actually wasn't for a long time, was it? It was quite a dull match. Yes. In, until about maybe about an hour into it, and then it sort of livened up a little. But the way it finished. Was yeah. explosive for so many reasons, of course. I mean, it, uh, I, the the first thing I'd like to say is that uh, well, well done to Real Madrid, yeah. of course. But yeah. um, but but the, the the second thing was there the fact that I, I looked at that game afterwards and I was thinking about it and I thought, had Atletico Madrid won that home game against Malaga the week before Barcelona, they would have won the league. Yeah, they could have rested players against Barcelona. Diego Costa, Costa would have had an extra two weeks instead of having to play against Barcelona. Turan wouldn't have got injured. Okay, chaos theory comes into it, but you know the, the game. The, it would have been a vastly different game. Yeah, you could have effectively rested against Barcelona and had that extra two weeks. But you had that yeah. game where two two of your key men got got injured or, or more injured, mm-hmm. and then they go into Madrid and they were trying to crawl over the line and they yeah. were two and a half minutes away from doing so. Mm. Madrid looked so much more. Pumped up and energetic as the game went on. What did you on. think of the Diego Costa thing? Uh, well, as soon as I saw his name on the team chart, I thought that's a mistake. Yeah. Mm. It almost looks like Simeone has let his heart rule his head yes. in that one. Yes. Which is kind of uncharacteristic of how he's, how he's managed this team so well. Mm. Um, and it, it's such a shame. I mean, he, he just didn't even look like he could run, could he? He was so patently unfit. Yeah. What do you, you think he did it then? It's a strange one, isn't it? It's... Because well, there seemed to be suggestion on the television that they, that Sunes said, for example, that he thought that maybe he thought he could get half an hour out of him. But yeah. I, for me, it's almost like Do it at the other if end. your hamstring's gone, it's gone. Yeah. I, well, exactly. A hamstring injury. You don't pump it up know. and let it run for half you, an hour and then it goes again. It's there's, gone. Yeah. There's no painkilling injection there. No. The, a hamstring injury, you're out. Mm. It's mm. as simple as that. Maybe Jim's touched on something there about Simeone. We certainly saw at the end that actually he is a more heart right, and sleeve he lost, type. He lost of, it, yeah. yeah, we'll come on to that. But he is a more heart and sleeve type of man and but it's, it's, it's players that it's, it's weird you say that though because on one on, on one level he is that but on the other, other level he gets his players to perform roles so sort of um, mm. um, so accurately and mm-hmm. so sort of selflessly yeah. that you wonder it just seems completely out of character but he's obviously got he's obviously very disciplined in the same Jose Mourinho is Mourinho's a heart and a sleeve type of guy but so, look yeah. at the discipline that he um, yeah. can, can conduct at a football club mm. at times mm. so yeah I mean that was a real shame seeing, seeing Costa come off so, so early on but, um, but, but Real Madrid I mean their obsession with La Decima yeah. um, was yeah. uh, that just kept them going yeah. and going and going they, I mean, they couldn't lose it and I mean and it would have been a shame all, we're all disappointed to see Atletico lose because you, mm. know, we, we all, you know we just love the underdog in England and also they've been so brilliant this season yeah. and yeah. just the rivalry between them and whatever but it is difficult not to be happy for a lot of those Madrid players especially and, Casillas yeah and because Ramos it, as well another one yeah. who's been an absolute warrior for them for so long loves, Casillas, <laughs> Casillas did his best to throw it away <laughs> God, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. That was so uncharacteristic. I mean, that would have been horrible, wouldn't it, in, in, for a man who's... I still don't understand the whole... Real Madrid's Casillas. cupkeeper. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he is uncharacteristic. I've, I've, I've often thought he's dodgy. Not dodgy, but if, that was, if there was a weakness in his game, it would be commanding his area. Mm. And um, No, uncharacteristic of, of a big side to play keeper in cup. And, and so vehemently, I mean, because you say Arsenal might be doing the FA Cup. But for that Atletico Madrid game, he's a goal. He's got to stay at home there. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's made the decision far too late, mm. and he, and and he's also done the thing where they often say about goalkeepers: if you make a decision to go, you've got to go. You can't <laughs> yeah, go back yeah. again. And he um, hesitated when he should have come out to punch it, mm. and it's it's almost two mistakes in one. I don't know why with goalkeepers. I know it's easier said than done. You've got a lot of players there, and, and Godin's obviously great at attacking the ball, and, and he we've seen them do that before. He's quite commanding in both boxes. Mm. Actually, Godin's good. I've got a feeling he might come and 
back to haunt England uh, in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. but, um, one of many. Yeah, well, one well, yeah, it could be him. Put him on the, put him on the long list. Yeah. Um, but, um, the long list is yeah. three squad lists. <laughs> yeah, it's every single player from Italy, Uruguay, and Costa Rica. Um, but um, I, I often think with, with goalkeepers, I wonder if it's, it should be a case of, I think if it were me, I would say to my goalkeeper, Command your six yard area, mm. command your six yard box, and then and then really outside of that, at a basic level, the defender can mark and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And, and if you are going to make a decision to come out, you have got to do it quick. I'll tell yeah. you, he's very good at it. Loris is very good at yes, it. Yes, he he's is. probably was best at it. I would say. And, and um, I thought Casillas. I mean, I've I've read certainly read in, in the past because well, Casillas has been around ever since you know Gold was a boy. You you, you um you see him play a lot and he's very vastly experienced. But I've read people much more learned than me in the past say if he's got a weakness in his game, it's that. He, he's he's um and and obviously it doesn't help that he's been in and out of the team yeah. with, with uh, Diego Lopez and stuff uh, coming in, um so at that point I thought well Atletico Madrid are going to see this out they're going to close this out mm. but the problem was they were they were playing the time thing very very obviously <laughs> yeah they yeah. were and, and so I, I with the, with the Simeone thing at the end where he completely lost it obviously can't condone that it was silly it was really class as mm. I thought yeah and he let himself down there actually after the season he's had mm. but um. But it was their own fault. You can't. I think he seemed to be complaining about the five minutes injury time at the end of normal time. He was, yeah. which seemed perfectly but, fair to but, me, if not a little bit lenient. Yeah. But actually, the fact of the matter is, he scored after ninety-two and a half minutes, if we're going to be precise. Yeah. So mm. it was in within three minutes. You're never going to get less than three minutes. You're never going to get less than three minutes. minutes. And yeah. also, I mean, part of Atleti's game plan was clearly kick Madrid players a lot. I think I think there were three Madrid play uh, Atletico Madrid players who were booked for kicking uh, Di Maria alone. Yeah, uh, which he had a great is, game. He, he did. Was, he was he's on, man of the match. Was incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really interesting that they put that much attention on him because uh, clearly he's a, he's a bit of an unsung hero in a team full of um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So many massive superstars. Well, to be um, honest, sorry, Jim. No, just I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that Di Maria is like some sort of nobody player that no one's ever heard of. But you know, when no, you, you look right. at those team sheets, you wouldn't overshadowed. think of him as being the one that no, they're going right. to particularly target. Well, Modric, Marcelo, and and Di Maria, and Enisco as well. I thought were were fantastic mm. for Real Madrid. Kept them going on. Bale and Ronaldo were were a little bit quieter, but obviously it came up with a good. Well, well Bale's yeah. header was I've, magnificent. Uh, yeah. He had so much yeah. to do there. I, th- I think really it was one of those uh, games with with Bale especially where. Atletico Madrid play in such a way that they make it very difficult, and 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 they're, cl- they're energetic, they're full yeah. of running, they make it, they close things down. And I thought, um, in the, you know, especially <clears throat> getting those banks of, of players in the way, yeah. and Bell didn't have that much space to run to. But what happened was he nearly did though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, I was going yeah. to go on to say that yeah. towards the end of the game, as it, as the game wore on, and Atletico, Atletico got very tired, and obviously it's the end of a long season for them. Um, they had players out anyway. That um. That Bale started to get a lot more joy, and actually, yeah. on another day, he could have had a few. He, mm. he had a few chances towards the end. Yeah. I was pleased he got his goal actually because he, he seemed to fluff his lines more than once. Yeah, that's when he had, he had a, a chance, chance in the first half as well. Yeah, he did. The only real chance of that half that I can remember. What is amazing to me um, about Gareth Bale, I'm really happy for him as well, is that in the crazy world of Real Madrid, you know, La Decima is the most important thing in their universe, and they would happily, happily have paid 86 million euros yeah. or whatever <laughs> it was in euros to, to, to achieve that. So in a season. Mm. Bale's justified his price tag. He's been worth the money. They'd easily have paid that to, to yeah. win it. And, you know, he scored the winner in the Copa del Rey as well. It's amazing for him. It is quite remarkable, really. I mean, I think, um, you know, the right team won uh, on, yeah. on the day. Well, Atletico, they just they just didn't have the legs for they didn't, time. Which, which is clearly why. their game plan was win it in normal time. Which is, which is why I go back to that game against Malaga at home. If you'd have given them a little bit more of a rest, mm. those players were shot to pieces. We, we thought, actually, didn't we, about... Well, four or five months ago, maybe we thought, will they be able to sustain? This? I didn't think they'd sustain the league campaign, but no, they did. They, yeah. and, but, but they, they faltered. They, they just kind of. They, I mean, everybody dropped points. The, yeah. Those those three games in which the, the the top three had three game winless runs um, was was incredible. No one could see that coming, and everybody tired. Yeah. All those teams tired, but like I say, Madrid had that extra week. Um, and and uh, to take it, I mean, actually, they had an extra couple of weeks because Ancelotti pretty much threw the towel in, in the league against Celta Vigo. I think they were mm. away when they got beat uh, on that weekend, and I, and he thought, right, league's gone. We're concentrating on this, and yeah. he had two or three weeks to prepare, whereas Simeone had one week, mm. and I think that really, really did show. I mean, actually. you can you can see how the game played out by just just thinking about the, the facts uh, in uh, the, when the dust has settled. I mean, Real Madrid, um, Atletico had seven bookings or something. Yep. they made twice as many tackles. Yep. Yeah. they made fifty uh, percent more fouls. It, it was it was obviously the tune was going to be called by Real Madrid, but mm. Atletico Madrid know or knew that they can beat Real Madrid. Mm. They knew that they had it in their locker to do it. Just, I don't think it really... I, I thought the Costa decision was a poor one. Yeah. Although initially it looked like it was a good one because then obviously Atletico went ahead. 
Um, I thought if it wasn't for Godin making an amazing tackle at one point, last mm. last ditch really reacted quickly. Um, they would have gone behind anyway. Um, and they really lost their discipline towards it. That penalty was needless. Yeah. Um, and they just got carved apart over and over again. And, and, they, and they lost their head. And really, it's a shame because in five years' time, people are going to look back at that game and go, well, 4-1. You know? yeah. And it shouldn't have been 4-1. No, it should never have been way. 4-1. I mean, yeah, 3-1. Would have that been Sergio the, Ramos header was amazing. Though, it was class. It was right in the corner. Absolutely quality. But it was it was almost their worst nightmares coming true, and them having to play through that. You know, that's where mm. they lost their heads. I think that just the pressure of it just it just was too much. Yeah, I think I think with <laughs> yeah Real Madrid, man, I, I don't know what that club would have been like had they ever lost. I mean, Atleti can go away and think it's the only the second time we've ever, yeah. they've ever been in the we've final. Still won the league. Unfortunately, that in the previous <clears throat> final, they were close to winning it then as well. Yeah, weren't well, they? in the seventies, they, they was one all. I think as a replay yeah. and a replay, and then they got hammered four nil by yeah. uh, Bayern. Right. I think it was, and they beat for one. Real Madrid, obviously, their last Champions League win was in two thousand and two, so a little while ago for a, for a club that size, yeah. they won a few around that time. But previously, before they won it. In 1998, they've gone 32 years without yeah, winning. Yeah. You often forget that gap. Well, um, you know, I mean, they won like the first, I think it was five in a row, was it? When there were a far fewer teams yeah, something like in the 50s. They're, they're to blame for this pressure, for putting, yeah. on, putting on the pressure of like, you should win it every couple of years. That's what no other a, club does that. That's what being a big club is, though, isn't it? Yeah. Being a big club is, you, I mean, they don't do it, but I they don't expect think any to do other it. big club does that, though, do they? But I would say there's a handful of teams in Europe who every single year would realistically be expecting to win. Like yeah, you can aspire to it, but you can't yeah. demand it. Oh, they, it's, it's a monkey off their back, no question. They, they've, they've piled the pressure on themselves. They, 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 in many ways, they call the narrative. You're right. They, they say, oh, they're decimated. They're the ones who bring it up yeah. all the time. And so, yeah, it's a huge monkey off their back. Yeah. But obviously, in, at the inception of the European Cup, they were, they were dominant and, and there were a number of different reasons for that. Yeah. But they did go a long time without winning it. And, and you know, 2002 to 2014 doesn't seem that long compared to that. No. I'd like to talk about Ronaldo's awful celebration. Oh, God. He, he does a really good line in um, making celebrations all about him. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I think, in fairness, I mean, in the interest of balance, he's clearly a number of things. He's clearly a really dedicated pro. Mm, he's yeah. a really good trainer. Great at sit-ups. He, of course. He probably does sit-ups all day without <laughs> any break, right? Without even knowing. Um, he's just on autopilot now. <laughs> yeah. There's apparently this boxer called Costa Zoo who Ricky Hatton beat a while, right. while back in his in his pomp who could do sit-ups non-stop for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I reckon Ronaldo's near that sort of ball. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's fair to say that he's a very dedicated athlete. But the reason he gets the, the old hatred and a bit, a bit, a few haters here and there, which I'm sure he doesn't care about, is because he does a really good line in really vehemently celebrating his own goals, almost mm. on his own. Yeah. And yeah. then looking actually a little bit annoyed when other people have scored, even for yeah, his own yeah, team. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange. But what he's clearly trying to do is make the iconic image of that Champions League final, him, to the point where he, he did that celebration a good three or four times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I just, it, it really annoyed me because Bale scores and it's massive jubilation and everyone piles in the corner and Marcelo scores again. And Ronaldo, he gets the fourth. Yeah. Lest yeah. we forget. Yeah. It gets the fourth. Now, okay, he scored 17 Champions League goals this season. He's got a reason to be a little <laughs> this is bit. exactly why he doesn't need to do that. Yeah, exactly. But it was just him just going, me, yeah. me, Cristiano, me, me. me. Le yeah. what? Le Desi what? Yeah. Me. Yeah. That's what it was like. I was yeah. like, you dick. Yeah. We want to like you. Yeah. Yeah. You are one of the most talented sportsmen that's ever lived. Yeah. Yeah. We want to love you. Like yeah. the way we love Messi yeah. and, 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 all the, and all the other greats. Well, most of the other greats. Yeah, um, And he makes it so bloody different. Difficult. Yeah, he really does. Again, oh. again, he really will not care. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important to stress how little you care about that. But I do take your point. No, but he does care because he wants well, to be yeah. loved. Well, we'll see. He does. Not by me, no. but by <laughs> us. And I'm talking on behalf of everybody. Is he not returning your calls? <laughs> I was amazed he gave me his number in the first yeah, place. Yeah, well, not as amazing as I was. Like, you say gave it, you got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was he doing in that district in New York anyway? Yeah. Um, uh, dear, oh dear. And then after that, in the, in the in the aftermath of that celebration, Rafael Varane kicked the ball towards um, Diego Simeone, yeah. who who didn't care for it. What what I would say to give Simeone an ounce of credit, um, wearing shoes. Smacked it right back. Oh, yeah, nearly took his head off. (laughs) But it was such a... It it shouldn't have ended like that. No. No. After the wonderful season. A week ago, we were saying what a class act he was and how humble and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And there, his head just went. And even Big Burgos came on the pitch and was just like, come on. I think he'll get a ban for that. It's such a shame, isn't it? It really is such a shame. Um, Having said all that... um, he was Simeone was clapped in and out of the press conference, which Ancelotti didn't didn't mm. receive. 
Just be a bit annoying. Wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, Ancelotti, it would. yeah, I don't think Ancelotti was aware. I'd be so happy for Ancelotti, actually. Well, Ancelotti's a great guy really as well. Everybody yeah. says that. He's a top bloke. He's won five European Cups. Yep. You know, he's three as a player, as a manager, a two as a player. Yeah, I mean, the man is. In many ways, I think he's criminally underrated. Absolutely, well, no only, one really talks his, about his him that sacking much. from Chelsea was criminal, as we and everyone said at the time. I think people, in hindsight, have looked back and said, "Well, okay, he left a bit of an aging squad behind. It was a bit bloated and stuff, yeah. but he won the double." Yeah, you know, it wasn't like he didn't do anything right. Yeah, he he's becomes a second manager along with Bob Paisley to win three European Cups slash pretty, European Champions. It's pretty exalted company. I mean, there ain't two managers have ever done that. Yeah, absolutely incredible. You know, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I think the old Rafael Varane thing was, I was worried for Varane. Yeah. So he's, he, this guy's probably going to, this time next year will probably be the best defender in the world. Yeah. Get, keep him away from Simeone because <laughs> he, he's going to fuck him up. <laughs> He'll take a kneecap in yeah. the night. He's oh. got the World Cup in a minute. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. Dear, oh dear. Simeone was very, um, uh, I, trying to stay upbeat, wasn't he? And he yeah. said, I said to the players, the game, uh, today didn't deserve tears because when you give your all, you have to hold, hold your hold your head high. Mm. Um, I don't feel sadness, just bitterness that I didn't achieve objectives. There's oh. a beautiful honesty about that. There is. You know, not I, many people look, would admit to being bitter. I've yeah. never seen someone look so terrified as Luka Modric's face when Simone <laughs> came on the pit. <laughs> he was like, beside himself yeah. with terror. <laughs> I know. I'd, He'd be the first to go. It was like if he was Simeone saying... If Simeone were truly to wage war, he would snap through him like a lolly stick. Yeah, he would. And I, it was like Modric's face was like, I didn't know he could do that. If I'd known he could do that, I, I don't would, think I would have even out. taken up this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to stay off the pitch. It's <laughs> the only reason I'm here. Technical I, area. I'll yeah. technical a area. In office. <laughs> it's like going to visit a zoo and there's no cages. No, that's not what I signed up for. No, no. I want to look at the animals, but I don't want them don't to come to near me. I want to be their food. <laughs> no. Yeah. My goodness! It's very, very much like in Jurassic Park when the, the electric fences go out and dinosaurs take over. Yeah, what, what, it was like. what isn't like that? No, nothing. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Wan Fran. Well, I did like what Wan Fran said. Um, he said he was. Have... He was clearly injured as well. It's another shame. Yeah, he said we have to congratulate the them. The Whoever wins it deserves it. We act the same whether we win or lose. Yeah, he could barely move. To be fair, yeah. to, to, to when he says we act the same whether we win or lose, I, there was no. Maybe that was a bit of insight into what Simeone's like after the game. <laughs> yeah, in private. yeah, yeah. I didn't see him uh, in the centre of Madrid at four in the morning. No, yeah. <laughs> no exactly. Yeah. Very different. Uh, very different acting. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, an amazing game, and obviously from a personal point of view, I wanted Atletico Madrid to win, mm. but. You know what a spectacle it was, and a week after Atleti take over the city of Madrid, it's been taken back by Real Madrid. By, by yeah, Real Madrid. exactly. By Real Madrid. I mean, it's going to be like that for a club like Atletico. They're always going. To, I mean, realistically, they're always going to be in the shadow of, of, of Real Madrid. That's just the way it is. And, and they got the Liga. Listen, at the start of the season, your objective is to win the league. Yeah, big yeah. time. Unless you're Real Madrid and go over your tenth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's. I think it's the. First... Do you think Ancelotti will keep his job? No, not won the league. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he will keep his job. I don't think he will. Do you not think? I think Zidane will take the job. Uh, yeah. Not not this. Not uh, we'll see in due course. I don't think he'll keep his job. I'm being serious. Okay. You you mean like you don't think he'll be in charge of Real Madrid next season, uh, or do Ancelotti. you mean in the long term? Yeah. No, I don't think he'll be in charge next season. No. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but the playoff final happened. Was the pre-runner? Of yeah. Was the warm-up yeah. to the yeah. Champions League? Although I'm sure Derby and QPR didn't see it that way. A Bobby Zamora sucker punch yeah. right at the end won it for the. They should have had stripy jumpers on, not wearing hoops. It's too late, but oh, we, you know, he could have been on the plane. Oh, come <laughs> on, <laughs> come on! Stop he loves this. a playoff final, or Bobby. I tell it you, does, it, does. it does. Steve McLaren said it was the cruelest game ever. Hmm. Um, certainly most cruel Gary O'Neill was sent off of course with, with about half an hour to go QPR were hanging on what's all yeah. this last man nonsense why'd that get rolled out again it's got nothing to do with he's a last man or not what the foul the commentator kept saying is he last man is Clinton Hill getting there's nothing to do with that he's about to pull the trigger yeah, it's, yeah. it's denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity a it's a red Gary O'Neill said it was a red he said he after, didn't complain he said after the game in the interview I knew what I was doing I didn't want to risk him scoring, so I did it. I took one for the team, and I hope the fans don't hold it against me. Yeah. Is what he said. I no, won't hold it against you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paid off, Jim. Yeah, yeah it certainly paid did. off. Mm. My goodness! I though. thought it was a good game. I thought that, I thought I know it didn't really turn out in terms of the result, but we did actually a couple of us called it reasonably well beforehand. We said, you know, I think Derby will take it to them. I think they could batter yeah. them, and they did batter them, which didn't score. Well, Redknapp Rob said, Green, my God, yeah, what yeah. an absolute centurion! Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Redknapp said they were looking to get to extra time of penalties, which is understandable in that yeah, situation. Totally. One thing that he did do, Redknapp, but he deserves credit for, is he kept two strikers on. Mm. He took off Clint Hill, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and then um, and, that, and that enabled them essentially. I mean, I know it was a bad error by Richard Keogh, who was beside himself. By the way, yeah. it, was oh, diff- it was actually difficult to watch. Yeah, that was. that was such a shame. That was. Mm. Uh, it, yeah, it's interesting when you 
when when someone keeps two strikers on when they go down to ten men. I think um, I want to say Trinidad and Tobago did that against Sweden. That is a niche shout. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the blizzard next week. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, in a previous World Cup. Um, and no one's going to question that, are they? No, no, no one here is going to question that. <laughs> I, I believe you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was O two or O six. Uh, Shut up! Not important. Yeah, <laughs> it is to me. It is to me. Um, and uh, it was O six. And uh, it, what what that does is that you're saying, well, no, we're not inviting you on us. Yeah. And that team, they just have to have a little thought of, mm, okay, now it's obviously easier said than done, because often the best thing to do when you go down to 10 men, it is 4-4-1. Four, four, but mm. it is interesting when you put that extra man, it just gives them something else to think Especially about. Especially in a playoff final like that where nerves are so sort of frayed. But you've always got an outlet though, even yeah. if it is a long well, diagonal. It, it, it does depend on, and you say the, the best thing is 4-4-1. Four, four, it depends on the midfielders you've got at your disposal because like, he obviously brought Carl Henry on and he had him and Barton who are seasoned, I mean, Premier League yes. operators. So he would have thought, well, okay. George Storm was excellent, by the way. He's such a good player. He, yeah. he had a really good game. But he obviously just thought that Barton and Henry could deal with that. And so that's why he kept mm. um, Zamora and Austin on. Yeah. And it worked. I mean, the thing is, though, it's such fine margins. Yes. I mean, we can we sit here now and 1-0 and say it's worked. But Derby could have scored a couple of goals. Absolutely. And, 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 it's the whole... and we could have said, why didn't they go for exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's the whole Allardyce thing of, oh, yeah, I out-tacticked Jose Mourinho. Because well, they, they didn't get beat by him. Mm. But Chelsea had, like, at that time, had, like, 35 shots. He didn't score any. Yeah. The margins mm. are so fine. And then, and that completely dictates the narrative. And, and of course, Redknapp and, Redknapp and QPR deserve credit for being promoted. I would say it's at least it's, at least it's expected of them, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, that's, they should have been promoted. And I think QPR fans would have with that. Did you hear what Rednev he said? He said the quote, didn't he? Um, yeah. QBR have their have debts of 177 million, something like that. They're expected to, to feel the wrath of breaching the financial fair play rules, of course. And Rednev was asked about this, and he actually went, oh, I'm sure it's important. Yes, it is, Harry. Um, but you'd have to ask the chairman and the chief executive. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair to Redmond. Straight, straight back in. Yeah, like he's never it. been away. Here we are. Um, I like Joey Barton said that like, Derby's have to win it. And, and Joey Barton was excellent. Did you see that one QPR fan had his playoff final tickets ripped apart by his dog? Yeah, I saw this, and I saw that he still got into the game. He did. He, Unacceptable. He, he tweeted. <laughs> no, Lessons he, need to be learned. You right. can't just go around making mistakes like that, letting the dog eat it, and then have no punishment. Jim, are you going to stick up for the dog? I am. Of course I am. It's not yeah. the dog's if, fault. No, yeah, but if the dog's involved, then it's brilliant. So it should have a positive outcome. That's the dog should get to go. Simple. The yeah, dog should get absolutely. to go. Yeah, <laughs> can hang out with Harry Redknapp's dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but do you know what I'm saying though? I don't understand. I don't like this culture of no no punishment or blame for things. If you if you leave your tickets out, you know oh, yeah, what your that's dog's what we like. need, isn't it? More blame. You keep got voted in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the, his line was the dog got to the post before him. Not yeah. a responsible Did, dog owner. Is this man of Beano character? Does <laughs> <laughs> that really happen in the world? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Jim, but Charlie Austin, uh, I think, sorted him out with the help of the club, obviously. Mm. So that was there. That was that one. Um, uh, Tony Fernandez, QPR um, co-owner, he responded to questions about Redknapp's future, saying the manager is already talking about new players next season. I'm sure he is. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, oh, he said in he his sleep, he can't he went, help himself. <laughs> yeah. He went five minutes after the final, so he's always talking about signing new players. Yeah, I, I bet like, he Gordon is. Yeah. Bennett. Yeah. yeah, I bet he is. Yeah, it probably is Gordon. Even Bennett, if he is so. fired from QPR, he'll still try and sign those players. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Redknapp himself said, "I haven't even thought about a player for next year. Honestly, everything depended on yesterday." Oh, really, because Fernandez said straight yeah. after the... Like, maybe he's got some sort of new signing Tourette's where he just doesn't <laughs> know he's doing it. He can't help it. Yeah, that must be it. But well done. the players he's been linked with today. I mean, to be fair, you know... Rio this, Ferdinand? This might be nonsense. Rio Ferdinand, yeah. Joe Cole and Frank Lampard. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely old job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get Jamie out of retirement. Get him in bins. Yeah. <laughs> Get Jamie back in, you know? Yeah. And then what he'll do when he signs those players and after the first three months of the season when they're struggling a bit, he'll definitely say, well, none of them are giving me a minute's trouble. None of them no. are giving me a moment's trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so predictable. So predictable. But they're up. Redknapp's back in the Premier oh, please for, Listen, I'm pleased for yeah. QPR fans. There's some likeable players in there. Clint Hill, uh, Ned Manure seems a good guy. Crank is a good player. Seems a likeable chap. I'm pleased for the fans. Austin it's a well. proper club. Charlie Austin, yeah. Rob like, Green. I've been wanting to see Charlie Austin playing the Premier League for a long time, yeah. so I'm looking forward to that. And I mean, McLaren said Derby were way ahead of schedule. Mm. Obviously, it's a signal. It's a small consolation, if any at all. But uh, but hopefully they'll be back. But it's yeah. like Uve Rosler. They, they could win the championship next year if yeah, they can keep like if they can keep that team together. 
Yeah. Uwe Rosler said that they, the good thing they've got on their side is that Derby um, have got a young squad, and yeah. a young bunch of players, and they can if he can get if he can tap into that and and use it as experience, and they'll be a lot stronger, and they will. They yeah, will. that's where you learn from, isn't it? Those sort Indeed. of failures. Indeed, uh, the League One playoff final happened, and Leighton Orient they're not up. Yeah. The, no. It was Rotherham, it was big uh, big Evans men. Russell Slade hates a playoff final. Oh my goodness! Is that his third? They were two 0 up as yeah. well. Blistering start. Yeah. Do you think in a playoff final where you know? It's kind of similar with what happened with Hull, I guess, in the FA Cup final. Do you think, like, scoring two goals like that and it looking like it's all going to come right, do you think the burst of adrenaline you must get from that mm. must later have such a damaging effect on, on your, mm. your performance and your fitness that maybe it just, you know, it allows the, the other team back in? I, I was talking about this in, in the context of the Champions League final. I was watching it with some friends and you see, a lot of the things... So when Real Madrid scored the equaliser, mm. I mean, everyone would say, the, the well-trodden cliche is, well, Real Madrid are going to go on to win this. Yeah. yeah, And it always happens. And it's almost subconscious. Like, Atletico got into that way of playing where they were just limiting Real Madrid and just trying yeah. to do a spoiling job. And it's very hard to get about that mentality. Yeah, so maybe when you're 2-0 up and you're knocking the ball around, it's what we talked about before. That it goes 2-1 and then 2-all. And you think, God, this is this will be a disaster, and you can't help it. You yeah, can't yeah. you can't stop it. And of course, the penalty the penalty shootout is a slightly different thing. Well, they, they talk about because they were very close to winning the penalty shootout. I mean, yeah, they, Rotherham missed one first. And let's they? remember that with a penalty shootout, it's not a lottery. Yeah, no, it's not. But the, 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 people say two nil is a dangerous scoreline for a reason. I mean, it's obviously not as dangerous as being one nil down. Ha ha ha. Yeah. But if you're one nil up, you still you keep going, and yeah. you and, and you're still very much of right. It's a slender lead keep doing what we're doing or whatever it is. If it's 2-0, you think, well, do we go for a third? Because yeah. we've got a nice lead. do we lead. contain this? Yeah, do, exactly. How do, how blunt do we blunt ourselves? Yeah, so it's a bit of a tricky one. And when you're 2-0 up and someone makes it 2-1, you know, the impetus mm. is very much... I'll tell you, as an absolute specialist as a manager in going ahead and then completely shitting themselves in the second half. Big Sven. I knew you could yeah. say that. <laughs> Big Sven. Sven, you're an actor, would never even consider the idea of like, mm. this is working, let's do it some more. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we've got to change no. it. Yeah. We're winning against Brazil. Fuck knows how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> change it up. This is all wrong. Yeah. Oh, dear. Like, Sven, you're an actor, the only manager on record to when they England Three won one up finals. Against, when England went up Three one final. Agreed. We'd take that this time. But when England went up one up against Brazil, he actually went over to the Brazil bench and went, Is this a trap? <laughs> <laughs> to which they said, Yes, it is. <laughs> Very much a trap. Um uh, what about Ravel's goals, Jim? Mm, the second one player. in particular. Yeah. One, of the, mm. one of the goals of the season. Yeah, he's incredible. Especially you know, he knew exactly what he was doing. Like the 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 to have that technique at that moment again, mm. it's the the adrenaline and the impetus being with them, having very recently scored the other goal. Yeah. I mean, five minutes with part. Yeah, against his old club, celebrated massively. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was. <laughs> he such would a have special to be. Goal. He would have to be a serious introvert. Yeah, to really not celebrate, equalise it, get in a brace within five minutes at yeah. Wembley in the playoff final <laughs> to make it to all a dipping volley from thirty-five yards or whatever it was. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think I think Ben Pringle play well again. He's a good player. Yeah, you like Pringle, isn't he? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing if he can cut the mustard in the championship. Be interested to see what the step ups like, mm. but yeah, Rotherham. Yeah, they, they, they obviously um, they went very close to going out in the penalty shoot. Oh, did the first pen? The, the equaliser. You see, Steve Evans um, <laughs> running down the, his trousers nearly fell down. My God, <laughs> it was amazing. My God. Absolutely Steve amazing. Evans is a championship manager now. He, he he's the guy similar to we're talking wanking in, in an office toilet here. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I hate to hark back to that sort of cultural low point of the show, but I mean, it does suit him as well. Absolutely. Oh, man. You Horrifying. just see him and you think, con man. <laughs> yeah, long con man as well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Marry someone yeah. like that long. Yeah, yeah. Is he new to the area? He's a con man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the League Two playoff final. Fleetwood are up. Very boring final. Yeah. I mean, Fleetwood essentially stunk the playoffs out. They, they, were, they were boring against York. Um, and they were boring against <laughs> Burton. Like, they were the better side in the finals. Big so. John Parkin came on. He did, yeah. Mm. Well, they, they were the so, better team in the final. Do you think for novelty value they deserve to go up then? Well, they have gone up whether I think they deserve to or not. I'm not sure if Parkin's going to apply his trade in League <laughs> 1 next season, is he? <laughs> I hope so. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> I just don't think it'll be I'm sure happen. he does. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think it will happen. Big John Parkin. Did you uh, say pig John Parkin? <laughs> by accident. <laughs> no, I said big. Big, big, big. Either fits. Biggity, biggity. Um, uh, the Scottish Premiership playoff. Uh, Scenes. Terry yeah, Butcher. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Terry Butcher must have woken up this morning going, 
What have I done? <laughs> Terry butchered Hibbs more like. Yeah. Good. Um, Hibbs, they beat uh, Hamilton Academical 2-0 away in the first leg. Well, it's a given, isn't it? But 2-0 is a dangerous score, mind you. <laughs> and uh, the Hamilton Ackies, they, they went 1-0 up. So 2-1 on aggregate. And then injury time, right at the end of the game, they, they, they pulled it back to 2 all on aggregate. So 2-0 on the day. And uh, the Hibs fans, you could see their reaction after that one. They were like, oh, my, this, this should be over. This should be done and dusted. Hibs shouldn't be there. No. Yeah. Um, and then it went to penalties and, and the Aki's won 4-3. Do you reckon he just thought Scottish Challenge is where it's at next year? <laughs> well, I want to put some a bit of that action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could have done. <laughs> I'd love him to come out and say that in the media. Yeah. Do you think the fans would forgive him? Yeah. <laughs> Hearts, I think he's play Hearts and Rangers next season. I mean, it's... It's weird, isn't it? Hearts, Hibs and Rangers are all in the in the Scottish so Championship next season. I mean, Neil Lennon's just left Celtic. I don't think Celtic should get a manager in. I don't think they should bother it. Yeah. Just, just even what, things Every up. week a fan just gets... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My goodness, though. Um, Jason Scotland got Hamilton's first on the day, appropriately named. Nice to see, yeah. Mm, he's, yeah. One of his former clubs in Trinidad and Tobago is called Defence Force. <laughs> That's very good. Lovely. I can remember when Jason Scott used to bang him in. Was he yeah. was he playing at Swansea when they're coming up for the league? Oh, he, he might, might have done. been. Yeah, was yeah. he at Wigan in the Premier League as well? I think. Yeah, he didn't do yeah. very well, did he? No. Yeah. Oh, I don't man. think he's a Premier League player. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a, a remarkable um, round of, of playoff finals there for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I love Scottish... the, I love the system they have in Scotland, by the way. It's, it's really interesting to see that implemented here. Do you know what though? They have it in Germany as well. Yeah. Isn't it the strangest thing? Um, that relegation playoff because at Wembley, you know, QPR and, and, and Derby and all the other teams involved in those matches, one goes up and it's obviously very rejuvenated, and the other one's gutted that they didn't get to go up. Yeah. But yeah. They remain where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not worse off in a sense. Yeah. QPR Hib- Norwich this yeah, year would Hib- have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But Hibs. Uh, are in their own stadium and one team's jumping around because they've got promoted and they've been relegated. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, they, we'll do you next time. Like, oh, they yeah. have taken your place. Yeah, yeah. that they team celebrated you. Imagine if they had to leave the stadium, that to vacate the stadium, you get, you get the stadium as well. That would be brilliant. Yeah, that would be, be good. Stakes are high. You are no longer... Like the football equivalent of in the in the film Greece where they race for the ownership of the car. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of that. Or, that uh, brilliant. or when, when Malcolm Tucker gets his Blackberry taken off. Yeah. This is a Premier League stadium. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. all of you out. It's no longer immediately available <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that was uh, something to look into. Well, so the, the, the bright side of Hibs is they still get to play at Easter Road. They do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and they get in Edinburgh Derby. Yeah, exactly. As well. They're better off. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> happy here. Yeah? Only, only, uh, only um, two teams obviously can go up. Are Celtic going to win every game next season? I think so. Yeah. I don't know, though. Surely the Celts will come down. And to, what, to, just to make it interesting. Yeah, Rangers and Rangers, Hearts. Wouldn't that be amazing, though? Rangers, Hearts, Hibs and Celtic. Well, just going be, for... it, would be like, it would be like a reversal of the league. <laughs> yeah. They might as well just call that the Premiership <laughs> and then call the other one the Championship. Oh, you see. Mm. Oh, bloody hell. Um, before we talk a little bit of uh, international soccer ball, um, we've got some odds and sods to, uh, to, to tie up. Um, Matthew Upson signed for Leicester City. Yeah, I saw that trending on Twitter. Luke, what do you think of that? When I saw Upson trending on Twitter, I thought that he had done the decent thing and retired after that penalty. <laughs> but actually, to be fair to Upson, to be fair to Upson, he's player of the year for Brighton. Yeah. But back he, in the Premier League. You can't blame him for wanting to go up there. It's, you know, it's experience that's available to them. So, Absolutely. you know, it's maybe not that crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's another season. I think Brighton lost their manager and their captain last season, didn't they? Did they? And now they've not got promoted in the playoffs again, lost oh. their captain and their manager again. Mm. It might have, might as well just give up. Yeah, but Jim Campbell's moved to Brighton now. He has, yeah, actually, yeah. I've got no affiliation with the football club, though, mate. Are you interested in the I'm club captain? No use to them. <laughs> New club captain. Football I think advisory. I just embarrass myself. You could have an advisory involved. role. I, I could have an advisory role. <laughs> I think Well Wisher is about as close <laughs> as I'm getting to that club. Jim, would you be. Or any club. Would you be immediately offended if I said that you're not club captain material? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, just, <laughs> I'd be self aware <laughs> and accept that. I'd love Jim to be an advisory. What do you think? Yeah. Have a go, see if it works out. We'll know by the end of the season, won't we? Try and score. Um, another centre back is on the move. It's David Luiz. Mm. Um, by the looks of it, he's gone to PSG for a reported fifty million pounds. Good to see him still respecting the financial fair play. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to say. Yeah. Baffling, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of money for David Luiz, isn't it? It is, Jim. Like, that's what, the thing what, that struck what me on about. Earth? <laughs> I think he's a good player. He, he, he is. is. Player. Nobody's dealt in that. Yeah, nobody's doubting that. Half of five, that fee, five, fair enough. Five million off Zidane. I know that you know that obviously the 
market has inflated mm. hugely, but that shows you the Not rate at which it has inflated. <laughs> yeah. mm. My goodness. Um, uh, Claude Makaleli has been appointed head coach of Bastille in Ligue 1. Yes. I, I like that. I, whenever I hear about Claude Makaleli these days, I always remember when he... Does was... it warm your cockles? Yeah. I, well, and I did say cockles. Great player. I obviously enjoyed watching him play over the years, but... Um, I'm always reminded of when Florentino Perez sold him at Real Madrid, saying yeah. that he's rubbish. And they bought Beckham, didn't they? And Zidane yeah, came yeah. out and said, "You do realise, yeah." Even though you see, he used a really good analogy. I think it was something like, "Yes, you may have just added another layer of gold paint to the Bentley, but you've just sold the engine." Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah. Nice, I like that. Because uh, Perez went on a rate like a crazy assault on him, and we said something like, "Oh, he never passes the ball forward. He can't do anything." When has he scored? What he's for. When has he scored? The, the owner, he's like he's like the president of, a, of, a, of the, one of the biggest clubs in, in world football, mm. but he's talking like someone like a pub boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, yeah. Yes, like yes. when Richard Keyes the other day, day said, "Oh, Diego Simeone's greatest contribution to football is getting Beckham sent off." Yeah, that sort of pub boy level yeah, of yeah. like intellect. Did he actually? Yeah, he did. Yeah, well, and Perez said that about McAlady. It was like, "What are you talking about?" Can yeah. I be the first to say that I think? Claude Makélélé is a really underrated manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Nice, Jim. Yeah. Very, very nice. Uh, Craig Bellamy has retired at the age of thirty-four. Oh, Bella said his body can't take it anymore. He's been on. He said he's been on anti-inflammatories every day for three or four years. Jeez, that is some commitment not you, is to playing, isn't it? Bloody normal. Good on him. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, fair play to him for retiring and saving his, you know, later comfort in life. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a warrior. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was nice. Okay, they got relegated, but it was nice that he played in the Premier League with yeah. his, with, with Carl. He's a big part of the promotion as well. 169 um, career goals. Decent, yeah. Bellamy. Well done there. Um, Shola Ramiobi's left Newcastle after it's, 14 years. On the Bellamy thing. Okay. Um, we don't have to talk about Shola because Pete's okay. not here. Okay. <laughs> but on the Bellamy thing, is he the only player to score for seven Premier League teams? He's, yeah. Uh, is that is that him? It could be. I, think it I mean, is. it's a fair shout. I think he's had ten yeah. clubs in his in his career. Right. Okay. Um, and majority of them in the Premier League, of course. Um, uh, yeah, Shadow's gone. Um, he's made the most sub appearances in the Premier League. He's made a history. contribution. Yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. he, he, hasn't, yeah. he hasn't bowed out the way he would have liked. Newcastle's third top scorer of all time, I think. That is, see, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> no, so no, 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 surely not of all time. No, Shearer and uh, well, who would it be? Andy Cole. Jackie Milburn's got to be up there, hasn't he? Oh, maybe the Premier, Premier League. League. Maybe yeah. it's Premier League. Every yeah. single person listening to this now yeah. has stopped whatever they're doing. They're <laughs> checking on the internet because that cannot be true. <laughs> He's up there. He is up there. Um, but yeah, because uh, have a look. Have a look. Because Les Ferdinand was only there for, what, two seasons? Yeah, true. So he's not going to get 79 goals in two seasons. Wow. Um, and uh, Espria, you know, wasn't there longer? That's They've true. had great players. Stop showing everyone how little you know about Newcastle United. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. Just, <laughs> they probably had loads of really good Spria. players back in the day. No, I'm talking, well, we're talking about Premier League, you fool. Oh, fair enough. Well, um, uh, no, I'm saying because, if it's Premier League, it's probably completely believable. No, because you, well, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you say, well, surely not because they've had Espria, but they were only around for a year or two. Yeah, it was a very like, transient. Um, that's that's what I'm saying. Atmosphere. Yeah, for that's sure. what I'm saying. Hmm. Um, I wonder how many of those goals deflected in off of him. 70 don't be mean to him yeah that is harsh I can't help it he 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 didn't bow out at Anfield the way he wanted to bow out in the last game of the season he got sent off (laughs) actually in a strangely fitting manner in a hapless manner and uh, it's only fair that he don't uh, ever go at him yeah I thought it was very unfair. He, he is. I've just looked it up. Go according on. to according to the internet, yeah, that never lies. Uh, top Premier League goal scorers for Newcastle United: Alan Shearer of 148. Yes, Peter Beardsley with 47. Beardsley, that's right. Shola Amiobi joint with Andrew Cole on 43. There you go. Can you can you tell the listeners who number six is? Pete Donaldson. No, <laughs> Nobby Solano. Ah, yeah. there you go. You well, see. That also seems strange. I suppose Solano was there for ages. You know, it, you know, your theory may be correct, Marcus. It's not a theory. It's fact, Jim. Do you want to know who the 20th top scorer for Newcastle is in the Premier League? Uh, with Rob, 12 goals? Robbie Elliott. Rule Fox. Oh, nice. <laughs> great. Yeah. Wow. This is great. I, I, don't know why, I don't know why reading Newcastle's list of Premier League top scorers is such a trip down memory lane. It's beautifully nostalgic. I don't think you could pick a better club to have that with. Uh, who's the last one on the list? Have you still I got closed it. it. Oh, you closed it. Um, Fair enough. I thought the show's pretty average up until that point. I'm yeah. pleased I did that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Uh, Neil Lennon, as, as Jim earlier said, has resigned as Celtic manager. He doesn't have anything lined up. 
doesn't no. have anything lined up. He's that confident. Um, Republic of Ireland manager Martin O'Neill said he won't stand in Roy Keane's way if he's offered the job <laughs> or any other job. <laughs> is, that, is, is he just really hoping Keane yeah. would leave of his own accord? That's like another way of saying, like, Please going stop to, this. Going to, like <laughs> when your girlfriend says to you, I don't mind if you sleep with other girls, you know. She basically says, get out of here. Yeah. I'm not interested um, anymore. She, he, can't, he can't stand and work with Keane By anymore. the way, Luke, that is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, Isn't it? Well, I, I liked uh, I like the rest of what Martin O'Neill said. He won't, won't, won't stand in Roy Keane's way if he's offered the job. Or any other job for that yeah. matter. I'm assuming that's managerial. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe you want to go full time as a pundit, Roy. Did yeah. you see the Keep story? You out of my hair, <laughs> I, I, dreams. So yeah, someone someone um, made me aware of a story that Roy Keane um, gave, gave a newspaper a while ago. I think it was maybe a year or two ago now. Where I'm not sure if you guys read it. Where he, I think I sent it to you, Mark, at least. Where he was going to watch Wigan games. Yes. And so, so basically, yeah, saw, it was yeah. when he was out of work, he didn't want to go to Old Trafford. I think that was three he, years ago. Yeah, he didn't want to be noticed or anything. So, But he still wanted to go and watch football, wanted to keep in touch with it and stuff. And he wasn't working. So um, he went. He was going to Wigan. And he was basically just turning up on the turnstile because obviously you can always get a ticket at Wigan. Mm. And um, and uh, <laughs> he went to the Wigan game against, I don't know, some other... He was saying like he had cat, his hat low, yeah, his, his scarf up, up high. Yeah, yeah. So, so no one knew who he was, right? <laughs> um, and he went to watch a game against another average mm, Premier League team. Like I can't, quid, I can't I remember who it was. He asked 20 quid. And then he tried to go to the Arsenal game. And they said, oh, we need to take your details. It was a Category A game. And he was saying, like, basically, cut a long story short, he had a massive row <laughs> with the turnstile person. So I just want to come in and watch. And they had to call security and get rid of him. And it, and, that and must like, have taken about nine yeah. guys. And I, I know that reading the story <laughs> thinking, you started off here talking about how inconspicuous you were by having your hat down and yeah. your scarf up. You basically just caused a row on the turnstile. Well, he was, he was saying, I didn't need to give my details the previous week. And they were like, well, it's a different category of game. And he was like, I'll buy a season ticket now. I don't care. <laughs> Angry about and modern he was going, football. Yeah, he's going, you're such and such million pounds in debt and you won't take my money. Yeah, I, I agree with him. Yeah, I'm absolutely. on his side. Yeah. But it's just, it was just so but typical key. key. I, I just like to know, if it, does he do anything at any point in his life It doesn't end up in some sort of massive row? Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon if it was if it was Keegan, he'd have just gone, okay, well, I'll, I'll just go and listen to it in the radio in my car. Yeah, <laughs> and he would have sat by the ground. <laughs> and then someone would have driven into his car and the airbag would have gone off on his face. Yeah, of course that would have happened. Yeah, in a car park, not a lay-by. Yeah. That would come later. Change it up. Yeah. <laughs> on a more depressed he doesn't go on labels anymore. <laughs> no. Gets flashbacks. <laughs> sorry, Pete. Sorry, Pete. Um, I'm not that sorry. No, you never no. are. No. Whatever you've done. Um, let's talk uh, a bit about the England squad, shall we? Mm. Shall we just? We've sort of been putting it off. We have been putting it off. We'll be talking about um, uh, World Cup things in, in the live show next week, which uh, hopefully will be... Uh, it will be released as well. Yeah, yeah of course it, it will. It'll be will a bit be, later. Yeah. But it will be. A little bit later. And we will be doing podcasts throughout the World Cup, of course, mm. ladies and gentlemen, of course. But the England squad, you've all seen it. And uh, I suppose the big one was Ashley Cole not getting in. Mm. Yeah, I didn't think that would happen. I, th- I thought that um, he would have been unhappy with going with two um, so experienced at international level left backs. I know that mm. Baines has got a few caps here and there and stuff. And just been there for the qualifying, but I thought that he'd like a bit of extra, um, extra um, experience in there. Mm. And I also think for a manager, and we'll probably talk about this a bit more in a minute, that it's easier for them to leave out young players because they can say, "Oh, he's not, he's not quite ready yet. It's yeah, kind of yeah. a bit soon for him." He could have easily done that with Barkley and Shaw, and and he hasn't done that, which is why it's um, brave and why I'm more pleased with it than I thought I would be actually. Mm. Yeah, I thought Hodgson, Hodgson can't win, can he? Unless he he speaks with an with more of a Cockney accent and is a little bit more laddie, he's not really going to win with a lot of sections in the media because yeah. he's, what he should do actually is get Terry Venables to play him in press conferences <laughs> and just, media appearances. He writes the press conference and Terry yeah, Venables yeah. performs he just, them. He's in his ear <laughs> yeah. telling yeah. him what to say. You wouldn't better trust, Venables just says it. But all. you wouldn't better trust Eltel to, to keep his end of the bargain. <laughs> That's the true. problem. <laughs> Now we're going Christmas tree. That's not what I wrote. We're doing it now. <laughs> They'll accuse you of lying now, Roy. You shouldn't yeah. have done this. Yeah. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make my dream come true. Yeah. Um, we look forward to all these yeah. World Cup adverts coming up soon, yeah. won't we? Um, yeah, Hodgson, people say, oh, he's just boring, he plays just four four two. Well, he doesn't. No, he's he's pulled England away from that. Yeah. And... Uh, and then it's all, well, he, he won't pick the youngsters. Well, he has picked the youngsters. Yeah. Well, yeah. he shouldn't have picked the youngsters. He, he should go for experience. Yeah. It's like the man cannot win. No. If we play... If can we, any England manager win? That's true. No. I don't, I don't really know if I've been that au fait with this because I've not really followed the press in that way. I, th- I think that... Um, I thought that people were generally quite happy with what he's doing, aren't they? Yeah, so there, was, there was some criticisms. 
Well, you always going to get that. I mean, people just yeah. like to moan. People like to sell newspapers. People like to moan. You, honestly, go <laughs> no, to go to. If we won the World Cup, which we won't, don't worry, I'm not that stupid. But if we did, somebody would say, well, you know, it wasn't exactly pass and move. Was Scintillating it? football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know we were what quite mean? Brazil, weren't we? <laughs> but are Brazil even Brazil these days, Jim? <laughs> yes, they are. Well, okay, by <laughs> definition. I'm oh, pleased you two cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> we can clear up a lot more if you're that yeah. uh, confused. Um, uh, yeah, I. I thought that uh, I thought it was a good move taking Lampard and not taking Carrick or putting me on the standby list because I think it was either or, wasn't it? Mm. And I don't think we're going to be seeing Gerard and Lampard in the middle from the beginning. Well, I think that's Jim. the only reason people would be worried about that. Jim, that would be crazy. <laughs> um, imagine that. Yeah, he drags us back. Yeah, to, to the glory to days, the times of Svenogans. Uh, indeed. Well, I, I think I think it's uh, it's an interesting midfield selection, chiefly because he's clearly going to play four three three, isn't he? And do, I, I don't think he can play four two three one with that, can he? Is it, I mean, unless he chooses, because he'll obviously have Gerald in there. So is he going to have Wilshire well, or Henderson alongside him? Well, he, well oh. when you say four three three, do you think Rooney will be at the tip of the midfield three then, or do you think Rooney will be on the left? Well, I think of, of the attacking three. I think he'll be, he'll be right a, uh, up front with with Sturridge moved out, pushed out wide. Do you think Sturridge maybe. will be on the left? Yeah. See, I'm not sure. I think it will be the four two three one, and I think it will be Sturridge as the one up top, and Rooney is the one behind him. And then you've okay. got your two wide boys, Lallana and Sterling, say, and then Gerard and Henderson in there. Right, mm. but is he not going to play? I would have thought for the first game, and I've got no insight into this. It's just what I would have thought Milner. off the top of my head. He's going to play Milner in a four-three-three. I, I don't think Milner's a bad shout at all. No, no absolutely not. You, yeah. you need a player like Milner. In just you. to go back to your original point, I think if he had a better season, Carrot would have been in there. Yeah, but he's had an average season in a pretty poor United side. So, what do you think the standby list? Ruddy, Flanagan, Stones, Carrot, Cleverly, Carroll, and Defy. I mean, it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it? With, with say Stones. I mean, not that England are blessed with centre backs. Well, the, pr- the problem is, I, I sort of fell into the trap of moaning a little bit about Jones and Smalling being there, and a lot of people on Twitter sort of said to me, "Well, okay, well, give us a, give us an alternative." Then, mm. and it's actually quite difficult. It to, is, yeah. And, and and I know that I don't think. Listen, I didn't think Smalling was that good when I saw him play for Fulham. We used to go watch Fulham quite a bit, mm. and then he signed for United for massive amounts of money. I just felt a bit stupid, but I don't think he's really fulfilled. I think Jones and Smalling are sort of mid-table Premier League players that, that have just got a different shirt on, and because they've got a different shirt on, they're getting the nod. I, I think, I think it, Jones is better than that. Yeah, Jones has played well, but he, well, one, one, well, one, he's not fit. And, and two, I mean, I, I take the point, and a lot of people seem to think that, so fair enough, I'll, I'll defer to, to other people's superior knowledge of, on that, no problem with that. But my, my point with Jones would be, if he was that good, he'd be playing every week at centre-back for United. They've not had a good season. It's not like it, Rio, Rio Ferdinand and, and Nemanja Vidic have been consistent, um, ever-present, and just a cut above, and mm. so Jones can't force his way into the team. There's been gaps there. There's been opportunities for a centre-back to come in and do a job there, and he's not done that. True, mm. but I think the manager will look at some of the players that he has picked before, the players that he knows, and the, the dearth of talent. Well, Hodgson obviously loves Smalling, doesn't he? He signed him at Fulham. And he's yeah. picked him pretty consistently. Yeah, but I think also that there is that nod. You talked about young players to the future. And, and I think, who do you play in there? I mean, we've mooted Curtis Davis. But is he, if he's the only one yeah. we're saying... I think, I think with Curtis Davis, the two things count against him. Well, there's three things, actually. One, he's at an unfashionable club, and that yeah. does count. Yeah. Two, he's had a slightly sh- shonky last couple of months. Mm. And, and three, he normally plays in a three at the back. Which yeah. is a different, and that's yeah. just what he's used to playing, and that could count against him as well. Oh, <laughs> you're saying Roy should have changed the whole thing through at the back with Curtis Davis in there. I'm not saying he I, shouldn't do that. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something we can all agree there. Yeah, yeah. And draw a line under yeah. it. Yeah. Go, go 3 3 4. <laughs> Not a yeah. really backward team. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah. That would be lovely. I, I didn't know what I, I thought it may be. It's too late, though, Jim. Davis pe- isn't in the squad. <laughs> a lot of people have. Um, I mean, another thing is the Glenn Johnson thing is quite interesting because Hodgson clearly rates him, thinks he's good enough, which is fine. A lot of people think he's good going forward, not so good at the back. Um, he's got a few things going for him. I mean, he's a good attacking player. He's got a decent left foot, actually, for a right mm, for a yeah. right back. And so he can play on the left or he can cut in nicely. But I don't know if if if, if Hodgson was struggling there, why he didn't sort of introduce Nathan, Nathaniel Klein a bit. You, yeah, you mentioned yeah. Klein. Well, I think Klein's a good player. I think it's probably. Listen, I was being a bit facetious when I mentioned him for, for the squad for the World Cup because I think it's come too late for him now. Even though there's a couple of friendlies, it's too late. But he could have introduced him earlier. Possibly, yeah. I, I thought to me it was always going to be Johnson. Carl yeah, Walker so. was the only other one. Yeah, Johnson's yeah. played for the manager before. You, you, you can't um, underestimate that as well. Yeah. The fact is Johnson actually had an all right Euros two years ago. I know it was two years ago, but it was yeah. still under Hodgson. Yeah. Hodgson has seen that man play tournament football. Yeah. And in the meantime, he's playing for a very good Liverpool side. Yeah. He's not um, one of the best players in that Liverpool team, but still he's surrounded by good players. Who are also from that Liverpool team. There which, you go. You know, will surely help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be Sterling... Um, 
a bit in front of him. Yeah, mm. you know that could be one of the options there. So it, it didn't surprise so me. So it does. It does actually fit for him to play a four-two-three-one then with Rooney behind Sturridge and then Sterling and Lallana. Or well, that's what I thought. That's what I think he'll go. I don't know if Lallana will start. Mm, Who well, knows? Yeah, I mean, you could have you could have Milner on the left. It's actually end. quite an exciting squad. Well, I think it is. So. There's a lot of options. Well, the people are talking about starting Barkley. I, I think that would be. No, I don't think that. Would I think that would be a little bit bit silly. But you, you asked about the standby list, by the way. So yes, sure. yes. And, and, and that when you look at the standby list, that's when you start to realise that England haven't got that many players. There you go. Mm. I mean, there's no way Cleverly should be near there. Carroll uh, aside, who's in there? That could make their stamp on that tournament. <laughs> You're looking at the younger players purely because they're, you know, an unknown quantity at the international level. Yeah, which you, does not bode well for it. But it is a standby list, so it's very harsh of us to criticise it. There you go. Doesn't it make you think that Jermaine Defoe has had a bit of a shocker there? I think Defoe. Yeah, but if he'd have stayed at Spurs, he wouldn't have played much. No, I was actually. I, I mean, think he'd be in exactly the same position if he'd stayed at Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he made the squad, no. No, I think he'd still be in the standby. I list. think with Sherwood coming in though, he could have played a lot more. Yeah, but who could have predicted? Yeah, that? yeah, no, yeah, that's right, that's right. I think, yeah, Defoe will be gutted, but I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's put in a few performances for England over the, over the years, and he's played at tournaments before. Mm. Yeah, definitely, yeah, a couple of tournaments at least. Yeah, of course, it's a shame for him, but I think the strikers, you know, Rooney um, uh, and Sturridge, have yeah, obviously, that's in exciting. There. If, they, if they can properly click, well, Rooney yeah. seems to be more dedicated now. People, he's well aware of what people have said about him in previous tournaments. Which is yeah. like it's his last chance. Oh four aside. Um, he hasn't quite done it, and there's been injury and whatnot in there. I don't think he's ever scored a World Cup goal, has he? In I a don't, tournament? I, no, I don't think he right. has. No. It's his uh, last chance to do something. He's got to do it. Neither's Messi, though. Is that not true? I don't, I don't think Messi has. That would be an amazing stat of that. He didn't score in 2010 and didn't play in 06, I don't think. Okay. Unless he scored in, against Serbia. A bit, bit younger, though. Isn't he? If he has scored, forgive me. Um, um, Rooney's got nowhere else to hide now. He's got to do the business. I think he's had a decent. He's had a good two thirds of a season at least at Man United, even in a poor United side. He's had a decent season, I would say. Mm. <clears throat> he's got to do the business now. Um, I think it's funny because when I think of Rooney's best season for United recently, it's when he's played right up front when he scored about thirty-five goals and Valencia was popping balls in his head all the mm. time. Yep. Um, but then obviously that doesn't play into Sturridge's hands. So really, he's going to play behind. Um, he's either going to play. In the middle of a four-three-three or behind Sturridge in a four-two-three-one, and he's got no excuses. He's got to do the business, and he's, and he's got to do a job on Pirlo in Italy, against Italy as well. Yeah. yeah, when they play, he's got to do a job on Pirlo. He has to do his defensive duty. Well, uh, okay, so you've you've got a few things to think about there, and this is where Hodgson has to earn his money because if he looks at that, because actually Danny Welbeck could do a good job on Pirlo. Mm. Danny Welbeck's that type of player who will be very disciplined, and Welbeck said in the press recently he wants to play front centre, but for England he actually feels he's unleashed a bit more than he is for Manchester United because he's often on the left of a four. Yeah. Manchester United, he didn't enjoy and playing for more. more defensive. Yeah. Whereas for England he's often on the left in a front three, mm. and he actually he quite enjoys that. And actually, well, he's freed I think, up. Yeah, yeah. I think Welbeck's quite an exciting player for England. Uh, people criticise his... his um, his his finishing capabilities, which is understandable. But for England, every at times he's come on before, he's actually looked quite likely. And against Ukraine, when we, we, we drew, it was a vital point that we managed to, to snatch at the end. He came on and he came and he took a few shots and it suddenly it, it sparked us into life a bit. And he scored, scored that great goal against Sweden when we saw it in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I think course, he's yeah. got a little bit about him. He's not a he's not your classic match winner and he's not a, a particularly the world beater, but he will play his part, I would imagine. Um, but uh, but 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 where going back to the original point, where Hodgson's got to earn his money is if he feels actually, do you know what? Um, it would be it would be quite good to have Welbeck come in on the left and then and midfield three. Or basically, the point is if he thinks Rooney should be dropped, he should drop Rooney for a particular game or take him off. He cannot pander to the media yeah. here. Hmm. He can't think, oh, but it's Rooney. You've got to keep him on, even though if we took him off and had a midfield three and then and someone else was marking him and blah 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 blah. He's got to do that. It because does. He free, didn't do that in the Euro. It does free him up. It, I mean, <clears throat> Rooney's the one player that puts out a lot of other players. I mean, he if if you if you don't play Rooney, it does hmm. free up the rest of the well, if, if Rooney was, if, to a if, if, yeah, if you, if you took Rooney out of the equation, you could comfortably have a midfield three. Hmm. You could have, say, Gerard Wilson and Henderson for for three. Henderson hmm. actually, he's got a lot of legs. He could he could mark someone like Pirlo. I know hmm. that's a little bit further forward, but the times he played further forward for Liverpool this it's season, decent. he did a bloody good job. Yeah, yeah. And then you can have your two wide men not having to worry so much about defending. They can be freed up. Sterling, Delano, you, Hen- uh, you know, who, who take your pick, and you got Sturridge. So there yeah. there could be an argument that, that perhaps the shape and the balance of the side hmm. um, is uh, is better off without Rooney in there. But if you, Rooney's on form, he is. Possibly England's best player. 
Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't and it? That's so the much crux of it is down to the form of Rooney. Yeah. Um, rather than the tactics that you put around him, I suppose. It's the, which Rooney are you going to get? As Luke says, he's got to step up if we're to have any chance of, I suppose, enjoying England's <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. It's best, in my experience, and I'm sure you guys agree, it's best to just try and enjoy the World Cup for what it oh, is. Absolutely. Rather than <laughs> have any sort of England lens of on course. it. Of course. But I think, you know, get, have a second years, team. And a third team at the ready, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, That's yeah. all I'll say there. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, but uh, but better news coming from um, England in the international football front is that the under-17 European Championships. England won it. Mm. Bloody yes. on penalties. Yeah. It can oh, yeah, it's be great. done. It's good news, but I, I always... We're going to win it in Qatar. Yeah, yeah right. Definitely. That's well, our time. No one else will be yeah. in Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's one of these things I always try and greet with a bit of um, hesitation and, and sort of... Um, I don't want to sort of rain on their parade or anything but the thing is this happens reasonably regularly that England do well at that level yeah, yeah. And, and well the 2010 they won it basically because of the physicality basically because England even mm. now English players uh, will develop quicker and they'll have a lot more yeah. uh, emphasis put on their physical development and, and then what happens is three or four years after that when those technically good players from other players and teams in Europe start to fill out and naturally become bigger they just get blown away and they've got the technique they catch up yeah because they've already got the technique exactly. but, it's, but it's still good they beat, they beat the Netherlands uh, or 4-1 on penalties after a 1-1 draw um, it, it at least bodes well that the future will be exactly the same as the present <laughs> <laughs> Netherlands are really bad at penalties aren't they yeah, yeah. They're you worse forget than that anyone else is bad at yeah. penalties I think Netherlands are worse than England they're the only team around that are do you think we never get drawn against the Netherlands in the knockout if we did we beat them I reckon on pens <laughs> In many ways, England should play the Netherlands in a knockout World Cup game and go to penalty shooter to see who genuinely is the worst. <laughs> well, you could be there for days. <laughs> yeah, it would never <laughs> end. Go to sudden death and just yeah. no one scores. <laughs> Marvellous. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. That is our take on the England squad thus far. Mm. Oh, but we'll be back. We'll be back for more. Don't worry about that. And so will England. I don't think they're worried. Um, something that they won't be worried about now is that there's no Pete's game, of course. No, yeah. but there well, is. You Pete would have thought Pete's, Tokyo. Pete's game could have carried on because he has no yeah. input in it. He, he just carried on. Would have funny, but so one it, of us would have had to know all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It would have just been a knock at the door. Uh, sorry, who are you? Uh, Pete ordered me to <laughs> do the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but he'll start doing that when he's in the room. Though, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, uh, but we've got some correspondence, Luke. We have, as, as is the custom at this yes. part, point of the, sh- of the evening. Um, this week's question was a election-themed one. Yeah. See what I've done there? Mm. If you could choose someone from the world of football to be your local MP, who would you choose and why? Yeah. Um, Mike, Mike Wood comes on Twitter saying, a money-grabbing, shiftless, untrust, untrustworthy suit? Surely Sven. <laughs> How, <laughs> oh, do you have a response to that, Marcus? Well, he's very trustworthy. Just, just ask his women. <laughs> <laughs> ask them all collectively. <laughs> Um, I like this one. Steve Potter says, Harry Redknapp, the Queen deals with all that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's great. Um, Niall McCurdy says, Pele, he knows his stuff when it comes to elections. No, actually, sorry, that's erections I'm thinking of. Oh, oh, yeah, very good. We can't count that one. Um, Matt Bass. Instead dis- of voting yes, you'd vote would for yeah. Pele. <laughs> yeah. I would. Matt Bass disagrees with Steve Potter on the Harry Redknapp shout. Ooh. says, imagine his expenses. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which enough. I think is a fair point. Very fair. Um, what else have we got here? Um, Mike Wood again Mike Wood is coming on Twitter and storming Facebook it. and I've not noticed storming it okay I'll give him this one as well then for, for his uh, for his industry he <laughs> says uh, Craigie Brune is the wise old head this country needs hashtag same planning sensible tomorrow yep. I'm, <laughs> yeah I'm assuming Archie Knox is in there <laughs> yeah helping Archie. him out Archie be your um, your home no, secretary yeah deal with all that, all that nonsense I'd be the uh, your um, your spin doctor yeah he would oh yeah he would he'd be your Michael <laughs> Tucker yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Dan Smith says, Joe Kinnear, he can pick up the phone and speak to any world leader he wants. <laughs> <laughs> and to cap it off, um, Rory Fallow says, Roger Johnson, drinking. <laughs> always the same. Yeah. I, I wouldn't uh, choose Iron Robin. No. Because he's always on the far right, isn't he? Oh, he is, yeah. yeah. Good point. See what I did there, Jim? No mention of Tiggy Rainbow this week. Disappointing. <laughs> no. Well, here it is. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about We're giving. Sort of created a Tiggy Rainbow vacuum. I remember man. the Tiggy Rainbow story, and I may have mentioned it to you, Luke, on the way home last. Uh... Like we don't live in the same place, <laughs> and uh, I, we were we were out in um, Salou. For any British students who have made the trip to Salou, you know what I'm talking about. It's in Spain, and uh, if you haven't been, then then you're a better man than me. And we were playing in this we were playing in this tournament, and Tiggy Rainbow. It was a football tour, wasn't it? Football <clears> tour, yeah. <throat> yeah. And he was he was he was running down the wing with a ball. See, he was a good player. He, he was, was all right. He yeah. played at Wembley. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> so have you, though, Luke. Correct. 
when Tiggy, but his was a bit more competitive. Yeah, but when Tiggy played at uh, Wembley, he did say afterwards that he was really pissed off with the grass for doing too long. I'm, I'm not making it up. Yeah, but, Big time. Yeah. yeah, but he's a very ungrateful sort of man, though, yeah. isn't he? Um, and he, he did... He, the, the fullback was, was obviously tracking him. And he, he feigned to cross the ball and Cruyff turned the defender. And the defender just did a Sol Campbell slide tackle and just went flying. Yeah. And it, it was brilliant. He turned around to the crowd and like put his hand up in the air. And then he went to cross the ball and his standing leg gave way. And he just <laughs> went flying and the ball went out for a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute class. Lovely stuff, Tiggs. Yes. Yeah. What I was thinking was next time Tiggs went, <laughs> Pete's back. We should get uh, not tell him, but get get Tiggy's number. Give him a call. Yeah, get him through the desk and speak <laughs> to him. That could be disastrous. I think the listeners will like it. I don't. Okay. <laughs> you don't. Okay. Yeah, There's really one st- thing this show <laughs> needs more of. It's private jokes. So I'm in. <laughs> Jim uh, uh, MP. Yeah. Uh, who would I go for? From the world of football. Uh, Luke, anybody? Uh, I would be interested in Gascoigne. Pick Paul Gascoigne. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got you got to be happy with that, haven't you? You brighten it up. I think, I think, to be honest, I'm being serious here. Gascoigne needs a needs something in his life. It'd okay. be a good project for him. He could, yeah. he could be like um, sports yeah. minister or something. It would definitely It work. would be disastrous. <laughs> it would. It really, really Jim? would. Jim? So, I don't know, someone like George Graham. Someone just safe. <laughs> yeah, safer hands. Safe good. and grey. <laughs> That's a good idea. Nice, nice, nice. Well, there we go. I think that, that, that finishes the show there, doesn't it? If you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com, of course. Mm. Yeah, for those of you who have got tickets for the Ramble Live show for next week, um, we're also doing an after-show thing at a bar called Lift 574 in Dalton. I'll put it on Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, but I just want to put it out there um, to make sure you know so you can make plans yep. if you don't want to go home too early mm. um, alternatively you might think that'll be terrible <laughs> and might want to avoid it in which case and you know what bar not to walk past yeah, I mean none of us are going <laughs> exactly. we're just sort of herding you <laughs> into one place but feet will be there because of, because of next week's live show the show we'll, we'll, we'll put it out as normal but it'll be later Probably in the week later, as, we yeah. can get, as and when we can get the audio and to put it out and the week after that there won't be a show will there and then we're back for the World Cup yeah, yeah. the World Cup shows will start ooh, about the 10th of June yeah, something yeah. like okay, that just before and then we'll go yes. throughout the tourney Cool. All right. Excellent. So, I've got a little pluggle as well. On then. Just a, a show on Friday, doing my new Edinburgh show. Same standard thing as usual at the Harrison in King's Cross. Starts seven thirty. Come down. Uh, it'll be a lark. And then come to the live show. Even if you don't have tickets, make yeah. it look like there's an amazing oh, demand for I've it. I've been told about that. You can't, it's health and safety, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but you can all take care of the health and safety stuff. Don't worry about that. Uh, do what you want now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, darlings. <laughs> There was a kid on my train early, what must have been about three or four, who said to his mum, my dog can tell me how many people like pizza. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.